Hello, my name is Mark. Welcome to episode 16 of the Fitness for Humans podcast. Today, we want to start touching base on building muscle. Uh, you know, a lot of our episodes previously have been, you know, talking about getting on track and things to focus on and uh, how to develop good habits and rid yourself off of old habits. And today, we want to start really diving into uh, what things are going to be good as far as helping us see results. Now, the, the harsh reality of this is, you know, we need to see these results in order to help our motivation. Not not need to. I I shouldn't say that that broadly. Generally, a lot of people you know want to see these results because then they wonder what is this really for. The main thing you know when I've that tried to emphasize you know with our health and fitness journey is to make sure that we focus on our energy and our overall health. Building muscle is something that's going to be you know a, a little perk if it's something that you're you're looking for, but it's not really something that is. Uh, I, I feel necessary um, to our overall health and, and longevity in this world. So, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, obviously we want to have some sort of physical presence wherever we are, and building muscle is going to help with that. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna touch on some ways to kind of. Uh, get on track with this if this is something that is a goal for you. Uh, one thing to to make sure that you're you keep in the back of your mind all the time is that this is this is this is patience. Uh, you, you don't want to in in like embrace a lifestyle that forces us to kind of you know pursue this with any kind of impatience, any kind of you know um, like sh- I guess short term goal. I mean we're we're looking for long term success because I mean this is, like I've said in the past this is a lifestyle change and this is something that we've got to make sure that uh, you know we approach it in that way. You know the patient and slow and steady is is just obviously the best thing for our overall health. So step one uh, is making sure you're developing a good workout routine and be consistent. So a lot of people like to have a pattern where Monday they'll do push lifts, Tuesday they do pull lifts. Wednesday they do legs and core, and then they repeat it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they take Sunday off. Uh, sometimes people will do arms, chest, and triceps Monday, back and shoulders Tuesday, uh, and then uh, core and legs on Wednesday, and they repeat that, and then take Sunday off. If you want to incorporate multiple muscle groups in the same day so that you get more rest days, say you know you have a super busy lifestyle and you only have a chance to work out four days a week, I, I guess that'd be important to really you know implement. Uh, different muscle groups um, on the same day um, so that you get more rest days. Anything is fine uh, as long as you're putting in the work and you're staying consistent. Um, one thing to make sure you do is, you know, along with the consistency is you're lifting for hypertrophy. So what uh, we, we've discussed what hypertrophy is in the past um, and ideally the, the, the range for reps is 6 to 12. Now, the important thing to remember is is not so much the number, but that you're lifting to failure. So ideally, you want to be in the six to twelve rep range for your uh, maximum to maximize the benefit of hypertrophy. But you want to go to failure. So um, that if you do twelve reps and you're able to do more, do more. Okay. I, obviously, you're going to want to increase the weight if you're looking to stay in the six to twelve rep range. But uh, the, really, the most important thing is to, is to going to failure. I can't emphasize that enough. Um, one to five reps are good for strength training. Uh, if, if you you know hit reach failure at five reps or less, um, but that you, you're going to really reduce your hypertrophy there. And the same thing with twelve to twenty reps, or even more than twenty reps. These, this is good for endurance, but you're you're reducing your your hypertrophy there as well. Um, but uh, in my opinion, uh, the the best place to be when you're focusing on your workout is to be in this endurance range uh 12 to 20 actually i even do because i work out with such light weight a lot of times i i'm doing more than 20 reps on things and the important thing is really taking it to failure you're still going to achieve hypertrophy the muscle growth is going to be a little slower um but uh it really it, it, if
if this is something you're pursuing with patience and for overall health and longevity, this is the best way to go. Just it's good for, for your, like I said, your endurance, but it's also ideal for fat loss as well. So um, you're obviously at a lower res- risk for injury when you are working with lighter weights and good form and range of motion. Which brings me to my next point, no ego lifting. Th- this is where injuries happen, guys. Putting too much weight on something to see how much you can do or, you know, to, you know, make yourself feel like you're you're making bigger strides, you know, in a, in a shorter period of time. Uh, don't do it. You know, we see too many times where people will get on that sled and put 600 pounds on there and, you know, feel like they're getting a phenomenal workout because they're using more weight. The sled is a waste of time. There's so many other leg workouts that isolate, you know, your leg muscles so much better. And it, just about any of us can put 600 pounds on the sled and lift that. So really, I mean, yeah, just avoid avoid the eagle lifting. It's just you're, you're going to hurt yourself in the long run. Step two is making a plan for your diet and being disciplined. Now, a lot of you have listened to me in the past have said, you know, or have heard me say that everything starts with diet. It's the most important thing, you know, so you back your mind, you're probably, well, why isn't that step one? You know, and in this episode, we're really just talking about building muscle and in order to build muscle, you've really got to be consistent with your workout. Um, your diet is basically a supplement for your muscle building process. Um, as far as your overall health and energy and, and just everything in general, yeah, obviously, yes, your diet is the most important thing. Um, but, uh, when it comes to building muscle, I mean, it's, it's basically about being disciplined uh, with your diet, um, minimizing your sugar intake, focusing on your whole foods. One thing we got to make sure we don't do, and I've mentioned this in the past as well, and I'm going to reiterate it now, it's very important, do not give in to convenience. All right, a lot of times we uh, make sacrifices in our diet because of, of convenience, and that's something that we've got to make sure that we make plenty of time to plan as far as how we're going to eat and how we're preparing our food because it is very important to make sure that we're eating the right foods. Now, uh, one thing obviously we want to focus on is our protein intake. Uh, One gram of protein per body weight, uh, lean body weight, uh, is the ideal amount of protein to be ingested when you are uh, trying to build muscle. Now, making sure that you are focusing on complete proteins, okay? Uh, You don't want to waste any of your calorie intake by focusing on plant protein. Uh, As far as building muscle goes, plant protein is a complete and total waste of time. Uh, You want 75 to 80% of your protein to be from an animal source, including whey. Uh, This is really the only way that you're going to get the complete aminos that you need uh, to uh, build the muscle that you're looking to build long-term. Carbohydrates, I've said in the past, carbohydrates are good. We want to make sure we focus on uh, getting the good carbohydrates. Um, And you want to make sure that most of your carbohydrates are being ingested after your workout for your refueling process. Fats uh, is the least of the macros, but it's still very important to make sure you get the right amount of fats. And focus on the good fats, which are the unsaturated fats. Uh, you're looking at olives. You're looking at nuts. You're looking at fish. Uh, I think the rock. I think I read somewhere the rock eats on average a pound of cod a day, uh, which is and as far as fish goes, that's not even a fish that I would consider on the uh, healthier side of of the fish. But uh, obviously, it's working for him. Uh, so I mean, obviously, that shows the uh, the importance and the benefits of eating the fish, as well as you know, I mean, killing two birds with one stone. Fish not only having the good fats, but also is a very good protein source. So uh, yeah, if you're a seafood lover, uh, yeah, congrats to you because that's you know, that's a huge advantage that you're going to have over a lot of us that don't eat seafood. Step three to this process is properly supplementing if you decide to supplement. Now, if your diet is spot on, there is no need to supplement. But uh, a lot of times we don't have a lot of, if we're looking to build muscle, we don't have the time 
to prepare or eat six meals a day to get enough protein in that we need to build the muscle. Um, so we have to supplement where we can. Um, obviously, protein is a very big uh, supplement that a lot of people ask about and talk about and take. And it's something that I take um, just to make sure that uh, I'm getting enough of the protein for my recovery after my workouts and such. Uh, but uh, one thing to make sure you focus on, like I've said before, make sure you're not focusing on vegan or vegetarian protein. Uh, you know, a lot of times these are a big selling point for people. And if you're, if you're somebody who leads a vegan lifestyle, there's benefits to having some protein as opposed to none. But uh, as far as uh, a muscle building process, you need a complete protein. Uh, you make sure that if you do supplement that you are using a pure whey protein as opposed to a blended because blended are cut with a lot of soy protein isolates, which are terrible for you. So uh, you, anytime you want to try to avoid soy, this is no exception. Now, Human growth hormone is something that you've seen kind of fade away. It was kind of uh, big there for a little while, but uh, uh, this is really good for muscle recovery after workouts and for muscle growth as well. But uh, you're really only seeing the benefit from HGH if you inject it. Uh, Pill forms were available, uh, but uh, studies have shown that there's really no benefit to taking the pill of HGH. It really needs to be injected if you decide to do it, which is probably why it's fading because a lot of people don't want to inject that into their body. Uh, testosterone boosters. You see a lot of those. That's something that's really catching on right now because studies are showing that testosterone is so important for our muscle building process as well as our fat burning process. So um, my recommendation is always to pursue foods that boost testosterone health. We're going to do an episode that, on that in the future. But uh, yeah, testosterone, testosterone boosters available out there. Uh, check out, see, you know, if it's something you're interested in looking into. One thing to, to kind of pay attention to and notice if, you know, is a sign if you need a testosterone boost is if your sexual health is not there. Now, if you have good sexual health, that means your testosterone levels are fine. If you are not having good sexual health, then uh, testosterone boosts may be in order for you. Now, I'm going to do a, a, a episode in the future on sexual health as well because sexual health is very important for your overall health and well-being. If you're somebody out there who thinks that sexual health is not important, guess again, there are a lot of benefits that come to having good sexual health. So, and testosterone is the basis for your sexual health as well. So, make sure that your testosterone levels are good. Now, if you're somebody who is in a lot of health and fitness forums, you're in a lot of gyms, you're surrounded by a lot of fitness enthusiasts, you're going to be approached by people who want to sell you anabolic supplements, uh, any kind of steroid, things like that. Um, and obviously, this is something that I would advise against. Uh, long-term effects of these are catastrophic. A lot of cancers have been linked to uh, uh, steroid use, cardiovascular disease, obviously, and uh, this lowers your natural testosterone. So obviously when you come off of any kind of testosterone that, or uh, I'm sorry, steroid that you're on, your natural testosterone ability to produce is going to be a lot lower. So uh, make sure you steer clear of that no matter how what anybody else tells you it is not safe. And uh, creatine claims on that are safe as well. Uh, something that I don't see a point in doing, um, but creatine actually has come a long way and it is safe if it's used properly and you're hydrating properly. This is, this is a big thing. You've got to make sure you hydrate very well when you're on creatine. Uh, water intake has got to be superb. So, um, just make sure you take the good with the bad there. But uh, if you do decide to pursue creatine, 20 grams of protein for the first week a day um, to uh, kind of load up on the creatine and then making sure that uh, you're consuming five grams daily after that. Now, uh, the old old school way of doing creatine is you cycle on and off. You're on six weeks and then you're off six weeks. And uh, that's kind of where you get your body not used to the creatine. Um, 
I don't really know if it's if it still applies that way or not with the with the way they do creatine now. It's been a long time since I've taken creatine. Um, I did used to take it way back in the day, but uh, like I said, now it's just not it's just not my a part of my goal as far as to get big quicker or you know get stronger quicker. You know, I've just accepted everything as a lifestyle, uh, which is the way I would suggest anybody approach this. Um, so you know, making sure that you know if if, this, if you're incorporating this in lifestyle, then there's no end game. It just keeps going. So um, there's a process called dirty bulking that I want to touch on. This is where uh, you put on massive amounts of weight, obviously, to enlarge. Um, and then you cut once you've hit, you know, so much weight, then you start cutting and then you start to see the, the muscle growth and definition there. Um, this is something that I would advise against as well. Just uh, the overall fluctuation is not good for your overall health, but also obviously there's a lot of healthy side effects, unhealthy side effects that can come with uh, being that big in the first place, you know, even if it's just for a short period of time. So uh, make sure that uh, this is something you're not really fully considering either if you know in my opinion but uh yeah recap uh be consistent with your workouts that's step one guys uh you know the workouts are what really help break down the muscles and then the diet is what helps with recovery so make sure you're disciplined with your diet uh to uh you know help maximize uh workout output as well as your uh recovery and muscle growth supplement as needed uh like i said i I, my 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 main thing would be just to focus on protein uh if you're not able to ingest enough protein through your meals uh throughout the day um but uh, as far as everything else is just kind of it's kind of throw in stuff um unless of course like we said before your testosterone is a little bit low so those are that's pretty much it hopefully this has all been beneficial for you uh if you guys uh like what you hear and uh you're a consistent listener i appreciate that please make sure you go to spotify and subscribe let me know who's out there and how many of you are out there i actually or not we have a lot of listeners in a lot of different countries so uh i would uh yeah just appreciate the subscribe until next time talk to you later